Welcome aboard the Little Red Bandwagon. We are a twice-weekly imaginary radio show dedicated to celebrating the Too Beautiful to Live radio show slash podcast. On Monday mornings, we give you a recap of the previous week's shows, but now it's Saturday, so we kick up our feet, we have a guest on and talk about their relationship with TBTL, play their favorite segment from the show's history and hash it over. I cannot do this all by myself, so producer Bobby Pape, probably standing in a Pawtucket bar running trivia, will edit... (laughs) And as always, I'm joined on the air by the most perfect tenor, lovely Christy Wise. Hello, C. Wise. Hello. C. Wise, we have, uh, we have a guest who's really been involved with TBTL over the years. Um, we Our friend on the line tonight, keeping with our tradition of uh, beautiful, uh, almost age-appropriate women for me, that <laughs> they have to talk to me when they come on this show, so that's why I have a show. And another woman with three names, Robin Degrassi James. Hello. Hi guys. Are you nervous? <laughs> uh, maybe a little bit, but I've got a beer next yeah. to me, so nice. And and I've only had eight beers oh, today, okay. so you know I'm it's doing pretty, pretty good. consistent that our guests ask us uh, about the drinking policy <laughs> whenever we set up our little pre-chat. Almost always they go to that. <laughs> but um, so today's show, uh, we have a couple things that we really must discuss. There are some there's some really pressing business in our world, of course. We'll interview our guest. I'll hand it over to Christy for that. Uh, we'll play her TBTL history clip, which is when the when Luke and Jennifer decided to try to copy Delilah's successful radio format and spun some pod. No, sorry, some radio gold. It was pre podcast. Mm-hmm. I'll let everyone know how to get involved, and uh, we're going to bring Jeremy on against my better judgment again later. He's got some stupid project he wants to talk to us about, so. We'll have to hear him out. I don't know. It sounded pretty idiotic to me, but <laughs> but we'll get him on. Um, the couple things that we, we must discuss. Um, the first thing I want to address, and I talked about a little bit during the last show, is the the upsetting picture that was placed on top of the <laughs> my, my birthday show that came out um, a week ago. Uh, the birthday show was just a lovely tribute from, from Christy. She did so much work, and, I mean, that show made me feel good. It made a lot of people feel good. I got a lot of message, messages from people. Um, but I think people were universally upset by the photo that was chosen to to top that. And that was that was me without my shirt on in front of a red lobster. And, you know, <laughs> very, very – the picture's cut very low. My nipples are almost starting. This is what Emily – Emily, who took the picture, um, told me that my, my nipples were – just about to start there, where we cut it off. So, my man cakes weren't as huge as as, as it, let's just say it's it's not an optical illusion, but it's it's super unflattering. And the picture was taken intended for takedown listeners. It was a Christmas present that I did. It was like you know going to a glamour shot for your for your boyfriend or something. I had some pictures taken just for the takedown listeners as a reward. I was constantly being teased about my um, man cakes. My they're called them cheddar bays. My my biscuits. And Emily was a good sport and took that picture in front of the Red Lobster. But you know she really wants to jump in and defend me, although she hasn't done it, to let people know that that's that's not what we're looking at right now. I was about 255 pounds when that photo was taken. I'm about 225 now. She has even offered to go retake the photo, which is not going to yes. happen. Yes. <laughs> the- that picture is the gift that keeps on giving. Well, the, here's the thing. 
I, I don't choose the episode pictures. I sometimes work on the titles. I really don't work on the show notes. Um, Jeremy put up that picture. And I, I think the reason mm-hmm. is that Jeremy is just getting a little tired of all the female attention that I've been getting. Just a little jealous. And he, he wanted to sabotage it. And, you know, okay. um, it didn't work because the ladies felt sorry for me, which is fantastic. So just... Wait, what did they feel sorry about? That, that I was so out there and vulnerable and, you know... They realized that, that this wasn't just a picture that was taken of you against your will. You <laughs> drove out to a Red Lobster in the middle of the day, took your shirt off and posed for that photo. Then placed it on the internet no one should feel sorry for you oh no I, you did I, that to yourself i agree i agree with you christy they shouldn't and <laughs> i thought it was photoshopped i had no idea that that was actually you in front of a you were hoping <laughs> um okay well the the point i wanted to make is i never intended that picture to hurt anyone um that's jeremy's fault so uh, the other the other piece of uh, business that we must discuss, our friend, our producer, our our uh, editor, Bobby Pape, he is not only going to be joining you in Seattle this weekend, Christy, but uh, we've decided mm-hmm. to make him full time on the recap shows. Um, so on Monday, you'll you'll be getting a full dose of Pape every week. Um, I just he doesn't know this yet, so maybe this is a good way of telling him when he puts the show together this is the way we do things this yeah <laughs> welcome aboard whether you like it or not <laughs> yes welcome aboard uh pape and you know i won't fall out of love with you like i have with jeremy i know with you and me it's going to be forever so okay and and i'm glad you bring so much every week bobby with your humor and your insights and you're just an all-around nice guy and it was about time we picked up one of those. So, <laughs> Well, and little do people know that we make a run sheet, and he often will just put jokes, his yes. his jokes into it, and we just steal those jokes. So what are we going to do now? It's going to be tough. It's going to be evident that he's the funny one. Yeah. I, I'm going to have to pick my spots. I don't know. It's going to be tough now. <laughs> but uh, what, are you, what are you guys doing with him this weekend? Um, that's a good question. Has he decided where he's going on uh, on Sunday yet? Because that was really, you know, where he wanted to meet up with some people. He said he wants to go the nightlight, and I'm going to try to talk him out of that. <laughs> yeah, because so we'll he kind of wants to sit and, and eat and have drinks and, and just, I don't know. I mean, more like what we did at the, uh, what was the bar? Patio Coins? Patty Coins. Patty yeah. Coins. Yeah, he he needs a spot like that where you can just mm-hmm. sit and hold court or whatever. But the nightlight is, that's a hardcore drinkers establishment. Hardcore. And no food. I think they probably sell bags of chips or something because there's a law. If you have hard alcohol, you have to have some kind of food. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes bars like that get around it by having vending machine food. <laughs> well, once you've talked them into a better place, or if that's where it ends up being, make sure everybody knows. Cause I know there's some people okay. that, that want to meet Bobby on, Sunday for sure. Um, I don't know. I don't have any other business here tonight, so I guess I'll hand it over to you, Christy, and uh, let's talk to Robin. Okay. Hello, Robin. Hello. (laughs) 
nice lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's get into first, your name. Why three names? Mm, well, my husband's last name is James, <gasps> and I thought Robin James was kind of boring, so I decided to keep my maiden name as well. So Degrassi is my maiden name. Have you been <clears> named <throat> after the high school? Yes, yes, I was named after, actually the junior <laughs> high school. Yeah. <laughs> Robin, did you um, did you get married while TVTL was already on the air? I got married about two months before I started listening to mm -hmm. TVTL. So I started listening in November of 2008. Right. And I started listening right after I got back from my honeymoon, oh. actually. So poor poor Justin. It was just too late. He'd already been yeah. married <laughs> me. No, does he listen? No, he does not. Long suffering. <laughs> what does he think of this? This yeah. uh, this piece of bullshit that you're doing right now. <laughs> he told. He said earlier. He was like, "Baby, I'm really proud of you." And I was like, "For what?" <laughs> he said, "Well, you're really going to get our name out there. You know, the James name sure. is really going to be out there." I'm like, "Well, He's, don't get your hopes." <laughs> the James name is doing fine. Rick James, yeah. LeBron James. Yeah. There's the, the James name is doing fantastic. <laughs> yeah, you're you're right. representing Brand the is really going to skyrocket. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, like sorry, Chris. So did you, did you, did people make fun of you for that last name? Well, actually, nobody was aware of the Degrassi connection until I was in, like, health class in seventh grade, and they decided to play a clip from the yeah. show. And I, I had avoided the entire topic for years, and then suddenly they play this clip, and everyone's like, oh, my God, what, are you related to that show? Yeah, you're related to the show. <laughs> yeah, it's my cousin. Yep. Well, and on Twitter, I have my last name on Twitter, and there are people, little teeny boppers, always tweeting at me because they think I'm a fan of mm. Degrassi. Oh. <laughs> like, no. You should just say you're from, nope. you're related to the show. That's all you have to say. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm related to Drake, too. So Of course. Yeah. Proxy. Um, so right. <laughs> when did you, how did you even become aware? You're from Denver. Is that correct? Yes. So how did you mm -hmm. become aware of the show? Um, well, like I said, when I got back from my honeymoon, I think I blazed through every single Radio Lab episode. And then I was just looking for something else to listen to. And they happened to be the, you know, the little on the on iTunes, the little featured podcast. And I was like, well, that sounds kind of interesting. And so I think I listened to first the they used to have like five best episodes from that year oh, on their mm -hmm. website. So I listened to those first. And then I started listening to the show, and then um, I got really hooked when uh, the Delilah show came, which is my clip that we, you guys are going to play today. Well, <clears throat> and I was just hopelessly let, in let love. Let me back so. up on, on this one. Like, you – I always wondered if, if it even works. Like, your podcast gets up there, and it's like pick to click or hottest new podcast or whatever. And people actually look on it. They click on it. Um, if I'm not mistaken, though, Robin, the description for TVTL on on the on iTunes is something like a tedious and often unlistenable, something like that. Yes, yes, that is exactly what it said. Did that? Did I hook? I you? honestly can I have no idea. I think that I. I honestly cannot remember why it just something grabbed me and I was like, oh, yeah. that sounds <laughs> interesting, even though it is described exactly the opposite, but. Um, yeah, and then I remember when I one of the first episodes I listened to was the one with the guy who had some sort of emotional connection That's with my Mr. Favorite. T. That's oh, my play. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, and I just was like, I, I was just blown away. I'd never heard anything yeah. like that before. And it was, I remember I was driving to work and I was listening and I was like yeah. getting all teared up and I was like, wow, this is amazing. I remember exactly <laughs> where I was 
on the 405 when I heard that. I, it, when something like that yeah. happens, I don't know. It's I've heard this from you and other people, and it de- it's definitely the case for me. It freezes you in a place. Yeah, and I have that with a lot of episodes mm. where I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember exactly where I was when I mm-hmm. heard that. <laughs> And so you started listening and then you became obsessed and then you started the Tenver group. Yeah. So Matt Baca and I kind of started the Tenver group together. I can't remember. We somehow figured out that we were both in Denver and attempted to have a meetup, which failed spectacularly because Matt picked a bar that wasn't even open anymore. <laughs> well, at least he so, showed up. Like... He's notorious for not showing up <laughs> mm-hmm. for those things. <laughs> Yeah, so it ended up being me and Matt, and then my my husband was there. My husband has come to like every single TBTL event, even though he's, he's just Jason. an eleven. Oh, nice. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then uh, the another ten, Jason in Denver, um, was there as well. So we we had a good time. And then I think April and Lawrence were trying to find us, but they couldn't find us. So that was a lost cause that night. But uh, we really hit it off. And <laughs> there are a lot of tens in Denver. Joe Michael is a really <laughs> Good guy, too. I like yeah. that guy. Yeah, Joe Michael's awesome. And um, actually, you know, I was uh, I was on TBTL about a month after I started listening, probably, um, on I Love You Chunk. I was talking about worm composting. Oh, I remember that one. D- tell me about yeah. it. I, I don't. <clears throat> tell me about it. <laughs> uh, so my husband and I have a big plastic barrel in our basement with uh, red wriggler worms in it and they eat our trash mm-hmm. basically <laughs> like our, it's compost so I came on the show and talked about it and you know described why I'm so into worm composting and oh so it was yeah. like um you that was the why it matters is why you're passionate about no it was it was I love you chunk oh, okay gotcha so yeah that's how I first got on the show and then I think it was just a couple weeks after that when we did our Denver meetup. I think probably people had heard me that I was in Denver. And so then people right. contacted me and said, Hey, I'm in Denver too. Okay. So yeah. Robin, I have to ask this when you were first going on the show, it's a, you don't seem like a mm-hmm. nervous person, but like, you know, a lot of people like freak the hell out when they finally get to talk to those guys. How were you? <laughs> well, I wasn't that nervous. I think cause I'd only, like I said, I'd only been listening for a few <laughs> weeks and I just right. hadn't had time to, you know, completely <laughs> idolize them yet. Would you be more nervous today than you were then? <laughs> I think I would be. Honestly, part of it would be because I don't know Andrew. I've never actually mm-hmm. met him. I've met Luke a bunch oh. of times, and he knows who I am. But um, Andrew's He's... never met me, so I think I'd be a little don't nervous Don't even worry that. about it. Andrew's a complete dick. Oh, that's... <laughs> I'm, right. I'm kidding. Well, I'm kidding. he's a monster. He's the nicest. He's a monster. <laughs> No, I, I, the whole tonight pants oh my thing God, is yes. just, right. well, I know, I know we've already been over this a million times, but like, what is well, going on? That and not liking cheese. I mean, yeah, that's weird. What? I get worked up about this tonight pants thing. Since I have you he on the line, Robin, what does your husband wear for tonight yeah. pants and tonight shorts? Um, he has sweatpants and, and sweat shorts that he wears, but he's, Kind of, I'm going to admit that he's a little weird. He does not come home immediately and change his clothes. Whereas mm-hmm. I am like in the house immediately in my tonight yeah. mm-hmm. pants or shorts yeah. or whatever. Whereas he, he's comfortable sitting in his jeans in the house. Yeah, so. But, but it, that's not troublesome to me because he's just making a choice to continue his day the way it is. When you decide to change <laughs> your day, change your day. 
Change it. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Tonight shorts. And has he acknowledged the delivery of the special he is, he has tonight not, shorts he has from not you guys? Them privately, he has not acknowledged them on the show. Um, and he has yet to send me a link to the Amazon review that I need. So, <laughs> huh? Well, I don't know what to make of that. I don't know if you finally just like pushed him over the edge. He's too creeped yeah, out probably. now, or <laughs> I should have had Pape mail it. Everyone's used to creepy Pape mailing things. Right. <laughs> you get something from me and then, you know, you know, it might be something actually harmful. Pape only sends like cat, cat rolls. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you've met Luke a couple times. Have you met Jen? Mm-hmm. Yes, I have met Jen several times. Um, so I traveled with April out to the, the Brooklyn We Go Hard oh, event. Yeah. And then Justin and I went to the Chicago shows in, God, when was that, like 2010? So you definitely so, have been planning um, some vacations then, around the TBTL events. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, my, and my husband comes along. He didn't come to New York with us, but, yeah, he mm. came to Chicago. He loves yeah. Chicago, though. So Who does him? It was... did, did you meet any of the <laughs> Chicago 10s? Yes, I met so many great people. I met your favorite person, Mike, Joe Ellen. I don't know who that She's is. Who's, who's, I don't know who that is. <laughs> and Christy uh, from from Michigan. She's awesome. Christy Lan- and, uh, mm-hmm, yeah. And Becky and Roger, who just relocated to the south. And, yeah, a bunch of really great people. Still talk with them today, and it was awesome. Is there anything you would like to add of why TBTL matters to you? Yeah, I think that, and I, I've told Jen this a couple of times, uh, and I, you know, I don't know, want to get too personal, I guess, but I, I was married before, and when I was in that relationship, I, I wasn't very happy, and the friends that I had were friends that I had had in high school, and I never really felt like I fit in with them. And so when I started listening to TBTL and particularly listening to Jen just be herself, she's so just Jen. She's perfect. She's herself and she doesn't hide anything. She doesn't try to be someone she's not. And I found that really inspiring. And, um, you know, and then meeting other people who listen to the show just really made me feel like, you know, I belong to a group. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just... I just love it. And I, and I love, I love radio. I'm really into, I've always been into radio. They were just talking about Art Bell the other day and I used to obsessively listen to Art Bell every single night. So, um, it's, you know, just a natural progression for me, but, um, it's, yeah, it's been a really fulfilling experience for me to be a part of this Robin, community. I think I'm a little bit like you and like, I always have to have something in my head. I always have to have some, you know, some show going on or some chatter going on. And like you listen to these other shows like radio lab or, or this American Life, or whatever, and they're they're great. They're fantastic radio shows, and they're entertaining, and that will get you through the day. But when you put on TBTL, it it's it's like checking on what your friends are up to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, it's just I can't believe now. You know, kind of cataloging. It's been seven years of listening to this, and every single day, I cannot. I just can't imagine my life without it. It's such a huge, huge part of my life. And, and the, you know, the Stens page as bad as it can get, you know, it's still, I check in there all the time throughout my work day. And well, now this show have to is check adding to it. And, because there are about 35 posts a minute. So 
Get in there and check quickly. <laughs> right. Well, my favorite part about the Stens page is just when when someone asks a question about the history and, and oh, I'm able yeah. to help them. Yeah. I love doing yes. that. So. so have you gone back and listened to all the episodes again? No, I honestly, I've never done that. And I'm not perfect because I've never, I've gone back and listened to some of the ones that happened before I started listening, this but not all of them. Over. So this it's, is over. It's... Yep. Goodbye. <laughs> I thought you were a perfect 10. Sorry. <laughs> I know it's terrible, but I don't know. I just, someday I will. I promise. Well, also, um, <laughs> there's not that many that you miss because you started this, your clip starts in November of 2008. Mm-hmm. And it started in yeah, March. Yeah, I think I missed like right January. I, uh, January, okay. January seventh. So I missed like ten months. But I but back then they were they were replaying a lot of right. clips, a lot of uh, segments. So and there were I guess I, I I never felt like I missed a whole. I've listened to the first like week probably mm-hmm. just to kind of yes. see what that sounded like and. Um, Something that jerk is pretty yeah, excited. I probably about. should go I'm, back. I, I have not been paying much. I'm attention a disappointment. Well, Jeremy has Everyone an announcement for you later idea. on. Then. All right. <laughs> yes. Uh, we'll hear him out. But um, Christy, did you did you have any other um, yeah. questions for uh, Robin before I set up the clip? No, oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. This clip. Uh, it's the first. I think it's the yeah. first Thanksgiving that. Um, that the radio show was going. I think it only went. I don't. Let's set up the clip because right? we'll have a lot to talk about after. But, um, they were a nighttime radio show on KIRO in Seattle, and it was seven to ten yes. time slot, which is almost impossible for any show to make ground in the ratings against behemoths like Delilah. Delilah, um, if you don't know, if people don't know. She does a dedication show. It's a nationally syndicated show, and it absolutely kills in the ratings. You know, it's just a schmaltzy thing. You know, people dedicate love songs. People dedicate songs to their <laughs> to their dying parents. You know, it's just it's it's a show that touches the heart. So they decided to try to imitate it, see if they could get a spike in their ratings, and this was the result. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. This is more like it. on the night before Thanksgiving and it's time for TBTL to become love songers it's as poignant a question today as it was in 1987 when Richard Marks wrote it If I see you next to never, how can we stay forever? Welcome to TBTL Love Songs Edition. Uh, As we have mentioned on previous shows, and uh, any of you who follow us on our website, MyNorthwest.com, or other places probably know by now, um, we, as a nighttime radio show, uh, would be so lucky as to have the kinds of ratings 
that Delilah has. She's our competition, although, you know, I don't even think she knows we exist. No. So so robust are her ratings. And what Delilah basically does is plays Richard Marx-type songs and talks to people who want to dedicate songs to their uh, their loved ones. And we can do that. Absolutely. And what with it being Thanksgiving, even all this seemed like a perfect time for us to uh, see if, if there's some, some wisdom to be picked up from getting our Delilah on and maybe some ratings. Mm-hmm. So people have been calling in for the last week, leaving all kinds of dedications. Uh, and uh, what we're going to do is play them. And then we're going to uh, play the song that they've requested. And uh, we'll see how it works. This could become a regular segment. <laughs> So, Jennifer, we have probably more voicemail messages and uh, and email messages than we can get to, right? Well, possibly. Some... We'll try to move through them. Absolutely. I want to get as many of these dedications out as possible tonight. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, well, so so uh, let's start with um, who are we going to start with here? Drew. Okay. Um, Drew, who is a, 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 a veritable fixture on our show, he is getting engaged. Got engaged. Got engaged is, even as we speak, going to meet his special lady's family, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's a, here's a dedication that he called in. Um, oh, by the way, is I, somebody emailed and said, let's see, this uh, Rich said, Luke, if you're going to do Delilah, you have to go by Samson. It's not an option. It's not an option? Well, if it's okay. not an option, then I guess my handle tonight will have to be Samson. Okay. <laughs> Hello, sweet spirits. <laughs> Samson here. Hi, Delilah. My name is Drew. It's Samson. <laughs> did I stutter? You know what? Del- Real Delilah would never say, did I stutter? No, she wouldn't. I got to work on this. You have this. to be just totally sincere. Hello, sweet spirits. This is Samson. You can also call me Delilah. Hi, Delilah. My name is Drew, and I live in Redmond, Washington. Soon I'm going to propose to my little lady, Emily, in Austin, Texas. She kind of thought I was a shy guy with no game until I recently swept her off her feet needs to hear this song called Catanova from Levert. Levert is Francais for either the green or Francais short for the pervert. But <laughs> either way, it's a really sweet ex- Delilah would never laugh. No. Whoops. And Samson would never laugh. So let's get it together. Right. Andrews, right. please. Okay. Expression of love for Emily that I'm unable to sing because I'm clinically tone deaf. Delilah, please play this song so our relationship can flourish for many years. Peace. Uh, well, Drew and uh, Emily, you two lovebirds, as you uh, as you head over towards Baton Rouge tonight, uh, we hope. It's that nice this, we're playing something that's French. We hope that this song finds you well. Time 
Sweet spirits, Samson and Delilah here. See, my name will be Samson. Your name I'll will be Delilah. Delilah. I love it. How does that? Is that good, or do you want to be? Do you want to be Salome? No, I'll be Delilah. All right, your call. Because <laughs> I could be John the Baptist. You could be Salome. Okay. Or we could be um, JL and whoever she killed. I could be Habakkuk. <laughs> Just keep it obscurely biblical. <laughs> right. uh, welcome back to TBTL is Love Songers. This is our uh, attempt to uh, model, to use the Delilah model on our show, uh, which has been very successful for her. Um, and so we've been uh, gathering dedications from people. That was uh, from Drew going out to his uh, child bride, Emily. Uh, I actually think I can feel kind of collectively people gathering around their radios. Yeah, yeah. Um, as I like to say, uh, not unlike a dog in an RCA commercial. With their head cocked, mm-hmm. staring at the oversized <laughs> drum. They're making that, pumpkin pies, but all of a sudden they're like yeah, drawn to yeah. what's going on in there. Yeah, like a moth to the flame, uh-huh. to the flame of love. See, we we were naturals at this. We don't so. even have a script. We're just coming up with it. Okay, <laughs> next up, uh, listener Anne Louise of the Georgetown Tens has a request for a song for a special man. Hi, TBTL. This is Anne Louise. I was calling to make a dedication to my boyfriend, Adam, who everyone knows is in England. Um, Honey, I love you, and I can't wait for you to come home. And I'm dedicating to you Always Be My Baby by Mariah Carey because of our mutual love of her. And I'd just like to say keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. Thanks. Keep your feet on the ground. And keep reaching for the stars. A little Casey Kasem. This is an early contender for maybe my favorite yeah. dedication just because of the fact that it, it brings Casey Kasem into it. It uh, It's a Mariah Carey song. I love me some Mimi. Mm-hmm. I think that I, Mimi has been mending broken hearts for going on 10, 15 years now. Right. Well, not to mention building self-esteem with Hero. Absolutely. And... Putting uh, the uh, books that her fans send in her bathroom <laughs> in a bizarre way, which we learned on MTV Cribs. <laughs> the best Cribs ever. All right, here, this is for Anne Louise going out to Adam. TBTL is Love Songers. Oh. 
stalking it's true <laughs> you're never gonna escape me you're never gonna shake me i just hope that she's never penning these lyrics in her own blood and leaving it on nick cannon's side of the bed <laughs> have you seen his mariah tattoo it goes across his entire back me and mariah as old dirty bastard once said. welcome back well, I mean, we haven't really left you. We've just been playing some music here on uh, TV, TBTL uh, is Love Songers. Here in the studio, we're having like a dance party. For real. I'm feeling uh, emotions I haven't felt for years. <laughs> um, you know, uh, love, also a certain amount of shame, but mostly love. <laughs> but a certain amount of shame about my uh, how much I enjoy the Mariah Carey. <laughs> oh, man. We were supposed to do some planning for the next segment, but I couldn't talk to you because I was so enraptured. <laughs> All right, we're uh, we're playing your uh, your requests and dedications tonight in uh, hopefully a, a shameless attempt to uh, steal a few of Delilah's listeners. Um, I'm uh, I'm Ezekiel, and that's Rahab over there. <laughs> and we're taking your dedications. Uh, we've got to do a quick break, but when we return, uh, we'll have more uh, TBTL love songs. Don't go anywhere.
Welcome back to TBTL. You know, I wonder. By the way, I'm, by the way, I'm JPeth, <laughs> and I'm Miriam. I wonder if the songs of 2008 that are schmaltzy will be as awesome when you listen to them in 20 years as the songs that were cheesy in 1988. I'm sure. You think? I don't know. Maybe the 80s were a special, I think, special. I time. think Boy Meets Girl had a little something going on when they wrote this song. This is our uh, request and dedication hour. It's the uh, eve of Thanksgiving, and people are gathering with family, and uh, we thought it would be a good time for us to uh, play some love songs and also give our listeners a chance to uh, talk to the uh, the special people in their life. And um, also, you know, from a very crass commercial standpoint, Delilah is kicking ass with this model, mm-hmm. so we thought we'd we thought we'd give it a shot. Now, Jen, you have a uh, you have a dedication here, all queued up that you're very very excited about. I do. This is from Jordan of the Redmond Tens. Mm-hmm. He writes, Jen, I would like to request a dedication to Sarah Jane, mm-hmm. the actor, by Michael Learns to Rock. This is my song dedication to recapture the heart of my love, who has temporarily relocated to Arizona. And although she is not seeing another guy, and I do have a car, and I'm not that fond of watching stars, I nonetheless build this song as perfect to express my feelings, like mainly the part about going to bed and waking up and some other stuff. So please, and that's in bold, play this song to reunite two of the original tens who are destined to become one tens. Here it is. From Jordan going out to Sarah Jane, Michael learns to rock the actor. learns to rock the actor going from Jordan out to his uh, special lady Sarah Jane although based on the letter considering they're they're kind of separate but he wants them to be together he maybe should have dedicated always be my baby 
Maybe. The true stalker tune. <laughs> this is amazing because I've never heard of this band or this song, but I'm watching the video, and it's um, it's a pretty awesome late 80s, early 90s cheese fest. Mm-hmm. Usually music this awesomely unself-aware, I'm, I learn about. Right. I hear about. I'm amazed <laughs> that this was going on all the while, and I didn't even know about it. By the way, this is TBTL, his love songers. I'm Eli. And I'm Esther. Touche. Thank you. Um, we're playing uh, requests and uh, dedications. And uh, I got an email from uh, listener Joel of the South Texas Rio Grande Valley Tens. Um, uh, he says, uh, I first heard uh, uh, this song on Delilah. It's a perfect way to start off the Christmas season. He's talking about uh, a song called The Christmas Shoes or a, a story uh, called oh. The Christmas Shoes. Uh, and he says, it's a perfect way to start off Thanksgiving night. On a side note. By the way, uh, down here, he means in Texas, people are constantly calling you to dedicate love songs that are horribly inappropriate when they call Delilah, like dedicating My Immortal by Evanescence to their dad. <laughs> or uh, Kelly Clarkson, Because of You, to the love of their life, just oh, because no. it's a pretty song that sounds good. But it's about domestic violence. <laughs> with little regard for the words. That's very much the spirit of Delilah. I hope, hope, hope that maybe uh, you have Jen or Robin record the Delilah tag as well, which is love someone tonight. I think we do have that. We'll oh, have to pull that out. That'll later. have to be. We'll have play that at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. It does. Uh, Delilah follows in the footsteps of Casey Kasem, which is the song that would be requested on long distance dedication never had anything to do yes. with the events that had pre- that precipitated it. So it would be like, dear Casey, I had a love. And lost him. He was everything to me. Could you please play Pour Some Sugar on Me by Def Leppard? <laughs> uh, so we're doing our best to, to honor uh, those, those fine radio shows that have gone before us and are concurrent with us, as is the case with Delilah. Okay, we've got to take a break for the news. Uh, when we return, more of, your, uh, more of your requests and dedications. TBTL is love songers. Don't go anywhere. to TBTL. Tonight we're love songers. Uh, watching this Atlantic Star video on YouTube as I am right now, also some, I'm detecting some heavy notes of stalking. Because part of the video is a girl's running away from a guy in the park and he keeps grabbing her and pulling her by the sleeve of her jacket. Well, all these songs that have words like always and forever, you know, that's a little oppressive. Yeah, yeah. and also the guy is singing, standing next to the biggest chandelier I've ever seen. But it's at, like, waist level. Imagine a room where the chandelier was just hanging three feet off the ground. That would just be hard to navigate. Uh, interestingly enough, the tableau happening behind Atlantic Star in this video is not unlike Meet You at the Crossroads, Bone Thugs, Harmony. There's, like, a play happening behind them. They're standing in front of a picket fence. Oh. 
Oh, yeah. Maybe that's where Bone Thugs got the idea. It's possible. <laughs> Welcome back to TBTL. I'm Ezekiel. I'm Nahum. <laughs> Was that even a girl? No. Ah, that means I win, right? <laughs> you win. That means my, my, na- my knowledge of obscure Bible names. <laughs> Is. No, just women got not mentioned so much. Oh yeah, it was a it was a fairly misogynistic <laughs> text at, at some point. I'm pretty sure all those men had wives. <laughs> probably so, probably so. We're up. We're playing your uh, your requests uh, and your love songs tonight. It's uh, Thanksgiving Eve, and uh, we're you know we're trying we're trying anything at this point. I'll be honest with you, this show is a disaster. <laughs> we try to we try to we try to keep a stiff upper lip, but if we don't start doing something. We're in big trouble. And so tonight, as part of our casting about, we're taking the Delilah model mm-hmm. and uh, and presenting it to you in our own kind of TBTL way. Okay, um, let's see. The, uh, this next dedication uh, is to a very, very, uh, very special person. Hi, Delilah. I uh, just want to say, ask if I could have a song played for my gerbil, Francis. He died last night, tragically. I uh, can't really go into the details, but... If you can play uh, anything by Michael Bolton, it just chokes me up. Thank you. Bye. Anything by Michael Bolton. Now this is this is a tough call, right? Right. I mean, it's uh, it's a, it's a little bit of a um, it's an embarrassment of riches when it comes to the when it comes to the Bolton choices. There's so many. That's true. Um, there's his amazing cover of "When a Man Loves a Woman." Although this is technically about a man who loves a gerbil. Yeah. Um, but we eventually we went with this one. This seems to be the the only way to properly memorialize Francis, and I think it's a question that's resonating in that listener's mind even as we speak. Just imagine that this song is literally about a gerbil. Just imagine that in the video there's a gerbil walking. This is what Michael Bolton is singing about. And then enjoy it. Can I blame you when I built my world around the hope you want? 
Francis the gerbil, gone but not forgotten. Pets, you know, we love our pets deeply. Sure. Deeply. What song do you think you'll play for Nightly when he goes to that big dog park in the sky? I assume Michael Bolton, probably. Probably. Some form. Yeah. But probably the Laura Branigan version. This is a TVTL's Love Songers. I'm Elijah. <laughs> and I'm Hannah. Good one. You're back Thank on you. track. Thank you. You've stopped picking, I just remembered an entire story you've stopped that has like three names. women in it. Yeah, let me give you a preview. There's Rahab. <laughs> there's, um, name any of my sisters. There's Naomi and Ruth. That's where I'm going next. There's, a, there's Elizabeth. There's Sarah. <laughs> Sarah. There's, there's the aforementioned Hannah. There's Rachel. Mm-hmm. I think we may have just named all the ladies in the Bible. <laughs> um, we're playing your uh, your love songs. Uh, your requests, your dedications, um, and uh, I think so far, I think we are touching hearts. Yeah, wouldn't you agree? Mm-hmm. This T- is certainly touching mine. <laughs> this should, this is this may need to be a, a a weekly segment. Number one, it's easy for us because half of it is just playing music, <laughs> and and then the music is non pareil Yeah, I think we can we can agree what we've yeah, been able to Except for when it's on Delilah. <laughs> <laughs> then it is pareil Yeah, <laughs> and it's literally equaled, which is just the definition of pareil <laughs> All right, good point. Thanks for bringing me down. Um, see, I can't think of a lady name either. Naomi. Thanks for thanks for bringing me down, Eve. <laughs> you know, she does have that tendency with men. Vanessa is very good friends with um, uh, this guy named Adam and a different person who's named Eve, who's a girl, obviously. And they came to a dinner party at Vanessa's house, and she had to literally say, "Adam, Eve, <laughs> Eve, Adam," and they just looked at her like. You became friends with us for years and through this party so that this moment could happen. Mm-hmm. And they were right. I bet it was glorious. Uh, I love that kind of thing. Uh, here we are playing your songs and uh, and your, your dedications. And then the next one uh, is uh, from our good friend, uh, Mr. Hot Greg. Hey, this is Greg. I want to request and dedicate. I wish that he was not so downbeat. I know. I mean, I think inside of Greg, inside of his 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 uh, his kind of shy wallflower shell, is a really fabulous guy. Yeah, but if he if would we just could express just, himself, if more. we could just get through to that person. You know, he doesn't have to always be so cool, so calm, so kind of downbeat about mm-hmm. things. Almost well, dour. Maybe, maybe this, maybe you know, now that we're playing him and his re- dedication and his song, maybe that'll help him come out of his shell a little bit. <laughs> This is Greg. I want to request and dedicate a song to Rania, a very good friend of mine. And the night that me and her met, the song King of Wishful Thinking was on. And I believe the people that sing it is Go West. I think that's who sings it. Um, But, yes, that, you know, that song was on when we met. And we were dancing and having just a fun time when that song came on. Um, and hello, it's a pretty woman, the best movie ever. Anyway, so please dedicate that song to Rania from Greg. All right, thanks. I'm a little surprised that he didn't pick something from a high school musical. He's not a one-trick pony. No, he's not. I'm also surprised that he likes Pretty Woman because Zac Efron is not in that movie. <laughs> Was probably not even a twinkle in his mom's eye at that point. All right, here's... Uh, Hot Greg's request for uh, Rania. This is King of Wishful Thinking. Did you hear me talk to the post on that like I was an FM DJ? Yeah. That was awesome. It reminds me of the night that we practiced. Yeah, we're still on. Oh. I'm recording all this. 
Thursday the night that we practiced being DJs, and we found out we're kind of good at it. Yeah, we're kind of amazing at it. <laughs> All right, here you go, hot Greg. <laughs> Sweet Spirits, GBTL is Love Songers tonight. Thank you so much for uh, joining us, and uh, we hope you're enjoying these uh, fine musical selections and dedications that have come from the tens in all corners of the globe, including an Everett bus station, yes, which is Hot Greg's Turf. <laughs> uh, I'm Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> I'm Ruth. Uh, and we're, uh, we're doing our, our level best here to bring you a Delilah-ish Thanksgiving Eve radio program, and I think it's going pretty well, not to brag. I'm also stunned at how much I love these songs. <laughs> go West. Who knew? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go straight from here to my iPod, download most of these songs. <laughs> I already have the Bolton, so that one I don't need to download, but the rest of them. All right, we, uh, we're, we're due for a break here, uh, but when we come back, we will uh, we'll, we'll play a few more of your dedications, we'll play a few more songs, and then we'll... Uh, well, we'll just leave you guys to uh, share some romantic chocolates and or a bubble bath or whatever it is that wherever these songs are taking you. At, our work will be done. At 10 o'clock tonight, our work is done. And then we turn it over to Eros, the god of love. Is that the god of love or the, the god of... He's, uh, one of us is love, yeah. Okay, good. I thought maybe it was the god of eroticism. Well, I think he has... You know how they all have a, a lot of... They're gods of a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway. I'm sure there's a god of pumpkin pie. I just don't know which one it is. You're obsessed with this notion of people making pumpkin pie while they listen to this. That's my dream. That's your, your the dream scenario is mm-hmm. that people are listening to Michael Bolden and Go West and making pumpkin pie. Yeah, and it was going to be drudgery, but what we've done is make it this really fun experience, mm-hmm. and they're always going to remember. Remember the time we made pumpkin pies to King of Wishful Thinking, and then like every year they'll get out King of Wishful Thinking because it'll be like that's how you make pumpkin pies. See, you just the, your goal with this radio show is just to make everyone as bizarrely ritualistic as you are. Yes, exactly. All right, well, it's working. <laughs> In the words of Coolio, it's working. It's working. We've got to take a break, and then we'll come back and uh, play a few more of your uh, requests and dedications. Stay with us. 
This is my favorite Ryan Adams song. <laughs> you know, the thing is, the thing is, a lot of people thought Robin Hood, Kevin Costner, he's a criminal, essentially. But what he was really doing was stealing from the rich, but then he was giving it to the poor. A lot of people think that. And Mary and Master Antonio, whatever her name <laughs> Mary was. Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio. That one, too. <laughs> Welcome back to TVTL is love songers uh we're uh, we're playing your uh, your requests and uh, your dedications here on uh, thanksgiving eve in uh, in a shameless attempt to uh win some of the many many listeners that uh that delilah currently holds um let's see we've uh, got time for just a couple more here um this one is uh this is a dedication a request anyway going out to a young lady named darla Hi, this message is for Delilah, and I hope that you will play a very... Why, why can people not get it through their head? My name <laughs> is Nebuchadnezzar. Anyway. Hi, this message is for Delilah, and I hope that you will play a very special dedication to my amazing wife, who um, I would like to dedicate a song. It's a song called Feel Like Making Love by Bad Company. And the cool thing about this song that kind of makes it even more special is that um, my wife's name is Darla. And so when the part comes on, it says, like, darling, you know, when I think about you, I could just put her name in there. So Darla, when I think about you, I think about love. And sometimes the lyrics are so true to, like, your heart and your feelings because they just capture the moment. And in this particular case, the next lines, when it really ramps up, really just builds up into this kind of frenzy, then the lyrics say, you know, I feel like making love. I feel like making love to you. And then that's, I mean, I, I can just relate to that in so many ways. Because when I think about love, then a lot of times I end up feel like making love. This is not only a, just a, um, a love dedication and a make love dedication, but a birthday dedication as well to my wife. That's what's so amazing about, about quality music like this, is that sometimes it's so true. I mean, do you think the bad company knows who Darla is, knows who uh, Rob is? No, but the song is so timeless, so universal. Right. Think about you. Tens of listeners, you've been properly, you've been properly worked up by all this 
all this requesting, all this dedication, all this love music, and this very literal song about what Rob wants to do to his wife, Darla. <laughs> I think you all know what to do. Enjoy the rest of your evening. <laughs> uh, this uh, brings us to the end of this Wednesday night edition of TBTL. Uh, I'm your host, Methuselah, flanked by... Mary Magdalene. That'll work. Sean Tatori, Japan's number one mixer. Thanks to you, too. Thanks to Will, who does our podcast. Thanks to everybody who called in. Nailed it. First of all, I want to say, Jen, they sent it out in style. I mean, the the last song was was Feel Like Making Love by... Uh, <laughs> By, by bad company. So it was easy for Jen to just say, well, y'all know what to do now. <laughs> yeah, I think Jen was probably like, well, it's getting a little too thrusty in here at that point. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Well, I don't need to reiterate that. Whew, that was a little on the nose. <laughs> and that was the best dedication by far. I, I mean, Mike, yours was pretty good too, but that, that whoever Rob and Darla are, I don't know. I don't know if they're still listening or if they're still together, but. I hope so, because that was fantastic. <laughs> what I what I love about Rob is that, uh, like me, he has no musical talent, but he's willing to co-opt a, a song and work his lady's name into that song, if only <laughs> if only to advance the ball down the field. Right. My, so I have a question about your. Um, okay, so in it you said that you. I'm not currently taking any questions. <laughs> I'm sorry. So you had. Not you were not engaged at the time, but you were planning it. Did Emily know uh, who you were? No, actually, um, I I got caught in a little bit of a lie there Ooh. because I proposed on somewhere around Halloween. Okay. Um, maybe like the night before Halloween, and then I came back uh, for Thanksgiving week to go visit her parents in Baton Rouge okay. for you know, to meet them for the first mm -hmm. time. So I had already asked her to marry me a few weeks beforehand, but, you know, thought it would be a better story. So how did you ask her? Well, I almost made a lot of critical mistakes. Um, <laughs> she's not someone who enjoys, you know, uh, the the ballpark proposal or the, you know, public. Any like half-naked in a Red Lobster <clears throat> parking lot? Oh, that's well, my kind of proposal. <laughs> If you get those biscuits, too, at the end. <laughs> you hide the ring in I the biscuits. And, yeah. Yes. <laughs> hey, if she if she could look at me and take that picture and still wanted to be with me, I mean, that's all you can yeah. say about romance right. right there. Well, we heard from no. the wedding episode is that she didn't throw up in her mouth, so she knew that it would be okay. Yeah. I, I think when you, when you do a long-distance relationship or, or, like, a long-distance romance and you've never actually – held each other you've never actually kissed mm -hmm. it is the most intense intense and nervous making experiences when you go to the airport like that right. and i totally respect what she is saying because you know not that i felt the same way i was all in but um you know i you have those thoughts like well what if she thinks i'm disgusted mm -hmm. you know <laughs> but she didn't okay at least she didn't throw <laughs> up about it so i interrupted you so you almost Oh, I almost made a bunch of stupid mistakes. Um, like, oh, gosh, I was going to do something involving the coffee shop she always goes to, and then I didn't do that. And then um, uh, I ended up coming down here in – it was late October. I came down to Austin without telling her. 
um, I knew her across the street neighbors. I was good friends with them. And they picked me up at the airport, and I went to their house. And and when Emily was gone, I snuck into her house. And then when she came home, um, Cullen came in first, and I gave him the um, the uh, Colin Farrell with the ski mask over his head. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and sent him around the corner. And then Emily, um, Emily came into the living room, and I was on – my knees and I proposed to her Aww. and then she said no but a week later did she really, really say no no <laughs> no no she, no she didn't say no <laughs> she didn't say no she she cried and you know it was she did not it see it coming then crying. no because I, I surprised her I mean I think she knew that I was crazy about her and that I probably wanted her to marry me but she she would have had enough chance to discourage me before then, <laughs> if if the answer is going to be no. I think I I usually have a pretty good read on these. Did situations. you actually have a ring and everything? I did. That you picked out. Mm-hmm. On. Yeah, she she we were we had oh, okay. Okay. stuff. You know, see yeah. that's how far along we were. Is like, you know, we hadn't said, well, let's get engaged, but you know, the occasional picture of whatever ring or you know, and I I'm thick, but I'm not stupid, so. <laughs> I, Figured it out, got the job done. Yeah, well, I thought that was really like interesting it. when I was re-listening to this segment this week, and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot that's right when they got engaged. And last week you were playing the wedding episode, so this has been a real trip down memory lane for your relationship the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, it's almost like I he's think, plotting. I know. <laughs> he told me to pick this Delilah episode. I know. You hate it, yeah, actually, right? You hate music. You hate all of that. You hate what, Bible characters. What we're <laughs> Oh, the Bible yes. characters. No, he was killing us. Ugh. It was hilarious. Jen did have, I mean, having to find women characters in the Bible is very, are they called characters? I'm new to this Christian <laughs> thing, so I don't really know. Are they called characters or people or what are they called? I like I like to go with storylines story and, and beats. And beats. <laughs> mythical. That's, that's how I look at the Bible. Ca- characters. Um, so finding women in the Bible, she had a lot harder, I mean, you know. It's filled with men, mm-hmm. so that I thought that, that well, was the, funny. the problem. The problem was that in, until recently, fairly recently, women um, can't do anything. In fact, I think they just started oh, to become yeah. scientists I heard about, about a year that. ago. Yeah. This is what I. Yeah. This is what I'm hearing. <laughs> so you, there's just not a lot. There's no heroic female characters in the Bible because women were useless up until a certain point, which I think, like I said, was well, they were always like ago. in those tents when they had their period. So I mean, yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> there's very extensive rules in the Bible about women, what women should do when they're having their right. period, and I think, so that's probably why. Yeah, it's hard to get anything done when you just keep right. You're very busy, yeah. and you have to be in there for mm-hmm. you know seven days a month, which is a yeah. lot. Well, I love the other thing I love about this episode is that we get to hear Luke's Casey Kasem impression a couple times, yeah. which always yeah. makes me laugh. <laughs> I I would say next to Kyra's doll, it's my favorite. It's pretty good. Favorite Luke yeah. impression. It's pretty yeah, good. It's pretty but good. yeah, I just remember when I first heard this. I you know I think I'd been listening for about three weeks, and I was like, this just completely. I was I was just in love once I heard this segment. It was amazing. Right. So funny and so, you know, the tens were involved. So I was hearing all these other people calling in and I was just like, wow, this is incredible. Well, there was a couple um, and still are a couple. They 
yeah. Adam, and Adam in, in Washington, D.C., um, you know, they were kind of on a parallel line with their relationship that Emily and I were. I mean, like when TVTEL started, they were they were together, but, you know, they were still in law school and stuff. And so we've got a chance to watch them along the line. And, and this was, you know, it was um, anthropological for me to hear what, mm-hmm. where they were yeah. also at that point. Because it's, it's, there are so many of us couples who actually both listen to the show and it's, I don't know, I, I think we follow each other. Yeah. Right. Pretty closely. They didn't meet because of the show, right? They already no. okay. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I think they were um they were going out when they were in college and then they somehow discovered the show. We'll have Anne Louise on. Okay. Adam's a complete jerk. We're not gonna have him on. But... Ew, he's gross. <laughs> Just yeah. kidding, I've never met him. <laughs> Anne, well Anne Louise has three names. Oh so yeah, you have to. Yeah, have she has to be next, right. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> She's a little bit on the young edge of my demographic as far as me creeping on the ladies, but I'll make an exception. (laughs) And then, of course, the Um, segment has Hot Greg in it, which is uh, something. And we've avoided (laughs) talking about him, but we just can't not talk about him. This is our uh, the LRB's first Hot Greg Mm. discussion and sighting in a clip. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I I was actually kind of disappointed when I got far into it. I was like, oh, but, no. <laughs> me too. How are they going to have a call-in segment and not have hot <laughs> Well, what's what's really interesting about him is that people have very strong feelings either way. Mm. Yes. They either love or hate him. There is no middle ground with him. So yes. I'm glad to know that you're, that you're sane yeah. and you, <laughs> you think along well, the same lines. As for that. the longest time, I thought I was the only person who wasn't a hot Greg fan, but like a two years ago on the Stens page, I was checking it in the morning and there was obviously some sort of fight that had happened where someone had deleted a bunch of comments. So it just looked like people were yelling at nobody. And Mike, Mike <laughs> in Chicago was great. one of those people. So I, I messaged him. I was like, Hey, what happened here? And he was like, Oh, hot Greg was trying to get us. To, I can't even remember what it was. And I was trying to, trying to, to get, give him money, yeah, trying to get people to vote yep. for his friends, that. something, whatever. Yeah. And Mike, I just, I guess, just laid into him. And I was like, oh, thank God. I thought I was the only one who didn't like him. The, no, there's a couple things. One where he was starting to, he's tried to sell swag through uh, Cafe Press that said Hot Greg. Oh, my God. Um, I remember that. That was that was one of my favorites. Um, also, the time when he tried to do a janky GoFundMe where we were just supposed to give him <laughs> our credit card numbers to get him on a bus to come back to Seattle. Oh, that yeah. That started another fight. I think that's what it was. I think that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. In which he told a 10 that she was probably an ugly baby. Ooh. <laughs> that's a big insult. <laughs> well, aren't like 90% of babies ugly? Yes. I mean, empirically. At least 90%. <laughs> yeah, and then, of course, the actor, that song, that's... Uh, I had never heard that song before. I don't think I had either. And me either. I've okay, been laughing I'm glad about it's it. it's not just me. I don't even have my own car. Is that something you really want? I mean, he's like, I'm not an actor. I'm not a star. I don't even have my own car. It's like, okay, it's fine. You're not an actor. Great. No big deal. But you don't have a car? Like, yeah. What? Yeah. 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 Hey, you, 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 you work a little overtime at Subway, you can get yourself yeah, exactly. a fucking car. Right. So let's, let's not glorify not right. having a car. That's a deal breaker, ladies. It right absolutely there. is. <laughs> Gotta have yes. a fucking yes. car, yes. guys. I, I dated a bunch of guys 
like in high school and college who didn't have cars. And my dad was always oh, so no. annoyed at that. And then when I started dating yeah. Justin, I love when I started dad. dating Justin, we pulled up to my dad's house one day and my dad was like, he has his own car. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like he said, marry this yeah, guy. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the good news is he has a car. The bad news is he's going to be doing some terrible things to your dog. <laughs> and your house. <laughs> So did, right. did you guys ever listen to Delilah? No, I, the I honestly did not even know what it was when, okay. <laughs> so have you heard it since No, then? I've never heard it. Oh, don't stay away. Okay. Stay away. I don't want, I don't want to <laughs> sully like this TBTL yeah. version with the actual Delilah. So <laughs> what about you, Mike? I have heard it, but I don't think I've stuck with it for more than a song or two. The last thing we have to get to is how to get involved with the show. Um, the website, littleredbandwagon.com. Uh, Facebook, go to the Stents page or our page, depending on what kind of experience you want to have, <laughs> terrible or good. Personal Twitters, at Drew McFrizz, at Kissy Eyes, K-I-S-S-I-E-Y-E-S, at Joy Stealer. That's my wife. She steals joy. And uh, Robin, what are you on Twitter? I am at Golden Eel. Yes. Golden Eel? Okay. okay. Like the sushi? Uh, uh, no, I, I don't, <laughs> this is going to get into like a question of, uh, musical taste that you guys probably won't agree with. So I don't want to tell you. I hate all music. Okay. Equally, so. uh, it's yeah, a, it's ahead. a song by the band ween. So, mm-hmm. Oh, ween. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do we have to say sorry, Aiden for ween? It's really more of an urban dictionary <laughs> term. than a... Well, you already said fucking earlier. So sorry, Aiden. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's heard uh, that one, though. I think he's heard yeah. that I think he knows that one. Ween, ween, we need a ruling on. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, at Mike, LRB Podcast is the show Twitter. That's how you can reach Jeremy. Um, email us, littleredbandwagon at gmail.com. Uh, voicemail, 802-432-TBTL, 802-432-8285. A uh, couple pieces of uh, housekeeping. The first one, real quick. The TBTL picnic is when? Christy, do you have this in front of you? This year, the TBTL picnic will be at Chateau Saint-Michel on August 19th. Um, It usually starts about 6 o'clock. I will be walking from my work, so if you see me on the side of the road, please pick me up. Oh. Yeah. Or don't hit me, at least. Um, Hey, I know where you work. I know where you work. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and half of the way, it's maybe about two miles there, and half of it doesn't have a sidewalk, so I'm just walking on no, that. It doesn't. That <laughs> highway. <laughs> Are you walking in order to um, prevent yourself from driving? No, I just I just work close, and Jeremy will be will be coming from Seattle, so it I can get there faster. Okay. All so right. if you see I me, you. yeah, um, <clears throat> can we can we put out an appeal to the LRB to represent strong at this thing? Because I want I want um, TBTL to know yes. what we're about. So everybody should make let... T-shirts. The jankier, the better. <laughs> <laughs> can you guys set up like a GoFundMe for some T-shirts? Maybe. Yes. Everyone wear some real tonight shorts <laughs> to this picnic. Oh. I mean, John Takamoto once wore a, a goat costume, so I know. I think everyone wearing their tonight shorts is a very good idea. Yeah, actual on, tonight guys. pants. We'll show them what they really yeah. look like. 
Show them what they look like. <laughs> All right. And also, Luke put out appeal to everyone to fill out the survey at podsurvey.com forward slash TBTL. So go there and fill it out. And I guess I haven't done it yet. But question eight asks, what other podcasts do you listen to? And you all know what to put there. We all know, right? Yeah. Yes, I filled it yep. out today and I put in Little Red Bandwagon. Nice. Oh, I, I was going to say Radio Lab, but, <laughs> but yeah, I'm Little like, Red Bandwagon's a good one too. The the gist. <laughs> oh, they need yeah, all the, the help gist. they can get. So. That's right. Right, right. Yeah. Definitely put in Little Red Bandwagon if you like what we do here. But, Christy. We got to stop beating around the bush and, and get that dummy of a boyfriend of yours on a microphone here. Here he is. Because we have a major, major announcement to make um, a project that Jeremy wants to undertake that's going to help all of us in in our passion and our love for TBTL. Jeremy, give us the elevator pitch and then give us all the details. The, the elevator pitch is I, I want you uh, to tap into the wonderful resource that we have and all of you delightful tens out there that are, uh, that are so passionate about the show and, uh, and solve a, a problem that has existed in the community for quite some time. And what I'd like to do is harness the ability of all of the tens to help us categorize the archive of shows. And so I have a strategy and I have a plan. Basically, we're going to have people listen through to, you know, we're going to assign a certain chunk of shows to volunteer tens that will become archivists. And then we'll have you fill out a form about each episode. And uh, what we'll end up with at the end of it is this wonderful database that you can all go to so if you want to find a certain segment if you want to find an appearance of a certain guest you'll be able to search the whole database by all these different ways and then we'll be able to go back in the wonderful archives that infinite guest has allowed for us dig up uh, any shows you're looking for and stuff like that jeremy none of us or at least a lot of us aren't archivists we're, we're not librarians we don't understand there are a lot of librarians in the tbtl audience but um we, do, we kind of don't understand how this works like if if I took a week, like some week in 2010, um, I would listen to each show carefully, and then I would uh, log a lot of – w- first of all, I would do a, a full recap, then I would um, choose keywords. Yeah, so we're going to make it super easy for you. All that you need to remember, if you're listening to this and you want to be a part of this project, all that you have to do is look in the show notes. There's going to be a little link there. I just need you to email me with your name. And let me know that you want to be a part of it, and we're going to take care of it from there. But basically, what you're going to do is you'll get assigned, uh, you know, three or four shows. You'll listen through to them. We're going to have a form that you fill out that makes it super easy for you. You put the the show number, the episode title, a brief synopsis, certain keywords, and we'll we'll explain it all to you. But all I need for you guys to do is give me your contact information. And there will be a link in the show notes, and we'll tweet it out and put it on Facebook and everything. And the end game here is both both um, entities that have had ownership of this product, My Northwest and Infinite Guest, both of them have taken swings at archiving. Um, pretty terrible swings. <laughs> uh, like... If, if if it were a baseball player and you saw those two swings, you would be sure he was going to strike out on the next swing. But but with your help, right, listeners, yes, we will not strike out. This is going to be an amazing tool. We, we will put this shit together. Well, the difference is is that this is going to be 
fan created, fan driven, and that's the difference. Fubu. No, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Because my Northwest didn't care. They they treat all the shows the same, and they don't have a similar fan fan base like TVTL did. So they didn't really know. But it was better than what we have now. And now they just didn't know what they were getting into. They didn't know how to treat the archive. I'm a little bitter about it, if we can't tell. Christy's <laughs> getting angry. Um, <laughs> and they didn't know. And I, as soon as I saw it, the day it switched over, I just said, this is going to be terrible. And I was really upset. And Jeremy's like, no. why, why are you going to be mad? Well, there's no keywords. I mean, it, it makes our show difficult. It makes it difficult for people trying to listen back because you have to go through older on the pages older 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 until you get to the episode you want and no way to get back playing it from the site is impossible so this is going to make make it better well i have to tell you and robin i will involve you in this this is a problem that has affected a lot of tens that are trying to go back and not necessarily be completists but listen to things that they're interested in things that they've heard about um it just it seems like a tool that's time has come. And Jeremy, I really appreciate you doing this. I mean, I know, um, Robin, you've been in since almost the beginning. We found out tonight you weren't a completist, so <laughs> this will be the last time we talk. But but um, you've done some work in trying to get the show's history online because the, the, um, the information on there has always been a little sparse. Yes, that's correct. I've actually started a TBTL wiki site. Um I've been working on it for a couple of months now. I'm kind of a perfectionist, so it's a little difficult for me to publicize it when it's not perfect. But the the point of a wiki right. site is that I need your help. I need the tens to help mm-hmm. with this. And uh, so if people could go to tobeautifultolive.wikia.com, um, you can see what I have so far. I've tried to just set up the basic framework um, and you can look around and see what needs to be added. I do actually have a section on episodes. So I've, separated it by year and by month. So I don't know if we want to try to use what I've already set up in this project or what, I mean, we could talk about that later, but a really good example right now is during this time of the year, our, our annual nightmare that is called the song of the summer contest. uh, People Uh, might want to know uh, what, uh, what songs won in previous years. And so you could go to the wiki site and go to song of the summer and find out who won last year and so on and so forth. And I know there's been some drama some years, so if people could fill in some history about the whole Bruno Mars debacle, that would be great. <laughs> I, I'm just so happy David Burbank's coming back. Oh yeah, he he's he's definitely he's got the enthusiasm. He's keeping it organized, but uh, I don't want to I don't want to get too off off me. base here. But this cheerleader song that was played, Ooh. I mean. What was that monstrosity? I implore you, fellow tens, what is going on? Obviously, okay, we can't have nice things. We no. can't have a we can't have a Sten site without terribleness going on. We can't have a song of the summer without whatever that was. That that is an offense to music. <laughs> it's the worst song ever Christy, written. We need to pull Christy back to Cooperstein because <laughs> She's, she's living in negative Uh-oh. bird right now. Yeah. Sorry. That was my fault. I brought it up. That was, I just was <laughs> stewing about that all week. It's just terrible. Yeah. Well, we're fixing it. We're, we, I, I we're like fixing to, it I mean, as in fixing it. We're fixing everything. I, I, 
I criticize all the time. That's the thing about this show is people are like, oh, you're so critical. You're so angry or whatever. Mm-hmm. Make but, your own show. Um, How's your podcast about a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but I, the reason is that I'm passionate and I want this to be good. I want it to – I want the archives to work for people. I want the Stens page to work for people. I just – I want this whole experience to be as good as it can be. And what Jeremy's about to undertake can really improve people's enjoyment of the show. I wish I could do something to fix the Stens page. It, I clearly can't. Um, so just enjoy it as it is. But this is something that this, we control our destiny here. And um, I wish it were someone other than Jeremy, someone I liked who were in charge. But I think we're just going to have to stick with him at this point. <laughs> That's hurtful, Mike. <laughs> Yeah, wasn't meant to be. I That's probably say, the nicest thing I'll ever say about you. Uh, the biggest reason that I'm doing this is just because I'm really tired of hearing Christy complain about it. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, it'll be typical man's motivation from the beginning of coming time. in and trying to fix her <laughs> problems. And all she wants is for you to listen to her. Right. <laughs> Anyone else uh, with anything to add tonight? Robin, thanks for coming. Thank on. you. Yes, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for all your work on the wiki page. Oh yeah. Thanks. Yes. Yeah, we'll link okay. that up too. So, um, yeah, that's all I had, uh, Christy. Until next time, this is the next party. And y'all know what to do. Nailed it. <laughs>